Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, before we dive into today's episode, did you know that the Fearless You monthly coaching program has finally launched? So if you're looking to dream big, live with more intention and take things to the next level, all with the support of me and a fantastic community, make sure to check out dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash fearless you. I genuinely cannot wait to work with you inside this super affordable membership group. And until then, let's dive into today's episode. So welcome, my friend, to this episode, which is all about healthy habits that you should consider embracing if you want to create a life that you love. So when it comes to habits, people always talk about it, and for a very good reason, habits, when you have good habits, set you up for success in life, whereas negative habits can hold you back. So when it comes to living a healthy life, there are definitely some small habits that you should consider looking at, taking on board, and those little habits are going to add up to something more significant over time. So some of us discount the fact that a little habit can actually mean anything, whereas the truth is those little habits do stack up. And when you have a whole bunch of habits working to help you live life in a really fantastic organized and intentional way it really just makes your life feel easier and it can go both ways for both positive and negative habits so just like healthy habits can strengthen your health unhealthy habits can weaken you and sort of make you a lot more vulnerable to things going wrong because you haven't set any good habits up but today we're going to talk about the healthy habits that you can embrace so just consider taking on some you don't have to take them all But over time, these small little habits can make a massive positive difference to your overall health. So let's start with number one, which is just using the stairs. Okay, see how I'm talking about just the simplest little habit. When you are at home or in the office, try to use the stairs as much as you can. You might be thinking, well, it's quicker to go in the lift. Not always. It's such a simple way to do exercise. So when you avoid the elevator or escalator, You'll notice that both your legs and your heart will turn up and strengthen more over time. It is such a simple habit, but definitely consider taking it on board. And now for the second good healthy habit is drinking an extra glass of water daily. So I don't think that I even need to tell you how important water is for good health. But how much water are we actually drinking each day? I know, like in Australia, we talk about drinking two liters of water a day if possible but it actually takes an effort. You sometimes need to set yourself up to make it a habit so it just comes naturally to you. That's what you're gonna find. When you have things that are a habit, it just means that you've done it over and over again so often that it you almost can't imagine not doing it. So if you aren't there yet, just know that you can slowly work towards that amount and little by little you can cut out like any soft drinks, maybe drinking lots of tea and coffee and just replace it with water instead. Because not only is water free from any calories, it also helps to keep your body temperature at a normal level, it cushions all your joints, it keeps you hydrated and so forth. But I could be telling you all that and you probably already know of course it's important to drink water but how do you do it if you're not used to doing it the best way that i have found to drink more water so i used to drink water all the time and then i sort of got a little bit slack like when i started working from home i had to like force myself to do it and how i made it a habit again for me was i made sure to buy i've got these two one liter bottles of 
It's like a water bottle, right? You fill it with water at the beginning of the day, or you might even want to do it the night before and have it chilled. I don't like my water particularly cold, but I just always make sure that they're filled in advance. And then I take it with me. And now I sort of like do it a little bit instinctively or unconsciously without paying too much attention. But at the beginning, I'm not kidding, I had to set an hourly reminder on my phone that it's time to go back and drink to a particular marker. I think it was like 250 mils, it's like a cup. Uh, and I just had to do it consistently until my body just got so used to doing it. It also helps to have your water bottle with you because I find that if I don't have a bottle with me, a water bottle with me, I sometimes like wait until I get thirsty, which is obviously when it's you're already dehydrated by that point. And another thing is the moment you empty your water bottle, like once you're done, go and fill it up straight away. I can't tell you how many times I've reached for a water bottle, it's empty, and I'm like, ah, I'll just get something later if I can't be bothered getting up now. So just get into that habit, like fill up, have the water filled in advance, have it nearby. They're all little habits that you have to almost set them up in advance so that you do it naturally. It doesn't require a lot of effort. Habits are really effortless things that you do, but in the beginning, it sometimes takes, you know, time and practice in order to make them feel like they're unconsciously happening. And now for the third tip, which is to go for a daily walk. So if you already do a lot of exercise, if you go to the gym, you can actually skip over this because you probably have good habits set in place. But for everyone else who sort of should be doing more exercise or you feel like you should be or your body is telling you that it needs it and you're neglecting to pay attention to that need of yours, the great news is, is that walking is just a low impact option that you have up your sleeve. Almost everyone can do it if you can walk. Now, I know not everyone can because I have a son in a wheelchair. But if you need to move your body, just know that you can walk. Now, how do you make it a habit? You have to do things like set set it up so it's so easy. Like you put your sneakers or your runners or whatever you want to call them, you put it by the front door. They are at the front door so that you don't have to go looking for it. It serves as a visual reminder. And I just suggest by walking around the block. Okay, so if you have like a restrict, you might just go up and down to begin with. Even if you just do five minutes in the beginning, that's how you make it a little habit. You, if I have to go for walks because I've got two dogs. I've got a Doberman and a, and a King Charles Cavalier that absolutely insist that I take them out for walks every single day. So that for a long time was my main form of exercise. It's sort of like forced upon me, but I do it that way. If you don't have a dog, you can still take your kids out for a walk. I used to go for family walks with my family, which I absolutely loved when I was young. You can just stick in your headphones, your AirPods, go for a little walk, keep it short and sweet to begin with until it has become a habit. You don't want to do anything quite crazy like tell yourself that you have to walk one hour or two hours or even 45 minutes if you don't want to. In order to make it a habit, you start small and then you gradually add on. So maybe for the first day, you might want to go for a two minute walk. You might want to do that for a few days and you might want to lift it up to five minutes and then 10 minutes, but just gradually day by day, consistently stick to it. And you will find that it will become a great habit that's going to serve you well, or keep you nice and healthy. And now for the fourth healthy habit that I encourage you to embrace, it's simply sitting tall. So this is such a simple habit to embrace, but I'm going to tell you why I'm mentioning it here. So I remember a physio once said to me that if you just do these three things each day, so sit tall, stand tall, and walk tall, that you would already be on your way to having a healthier body because most of us slouch and most of us like our posture is quite bad. And when you have a bad posture, it impacts 
the way you feel. You get back pain. You're sort of like really achy. And that can just be prevented by having a good posture. A good posture will prevent aches and pains and also reduce stress on your ligaments. So I've obviously shared with you the importance of doing it, but how do you actually make it a habit? Well, this is one of those things that I've had to write in my notes out because even though it seems so simple, you know, sit tall, stand tall, walk tall, I need a reminder and you might need a reminder too. So to help me remember to do it is that I actually wrote in my reminder app on my phone. So I've used that app. It used to be my notes app and I think I like it in reminder because it's sort of like it does it in a little checklist and you can check it off and then like redo it every day. But I make sure that I note all the things that I want to do on a daily basis. Like I want to do this. I want to have a good posture. I want to take my vitamins. I want to remember to floss my teeth. I can be really slack. Sometimes I just brush them and I skip the flossing bit. But all the things that you like want to do on a daily basis, like get get the right amount of sleep, drink your water, make a list of it. Like I think I've called it my perfect day checklist. I've actually got it on one of my websites as a freebie opt-in that you can jump in and grab. But it's just really good to note those things that make you feel like you've had a productive day, that make you feel good about yourself. And this one is all about being healthy. And your posture, like your core, is so important. So this is just a really good way. It's a physio recommender. There's little point in doing half an hour or even 10 minutes of sit-ups if you're then going to go and slouch for the rest of the day. So the best way that you can actually work on your core is just by doing this. So sit tall, stand tall, walk tall, and keep your core really strong. If you do it often enough, it's going to become an unconscious habit. And now for the next healthy habit, which is should have been number one, but it's getting more sleep. So if you aren't getting at least seven hours of sleep a night, and that's something that I used to like, I failed at this bit because I used to sleep six hours a night, but eventually it caught up with me and I really was like a walking zombie. And you probably have found the same to be true for you. If you don't get enough sleep, you just feel lethargic and you lack energy and you just generally feel really tired. And when you're tired, then you get grumpy. And things just start to stress you out and things annoy you so much more easily. And that's over time. Like many of your systems can be negatively impacted by the lack of sleep. It just really starts to show up in negative ways in your life. It happened to me. You might even begin to crave unhealthy food. Lack of sleep sort of causes your hormones that control your hunger to become disrupted, leading to lots of cravings that don't necessarily serve you well, which is definitely not a good side effect of a lack of sleep. And the cool thing is the solution is more sleep. But surprise, surprise, sleeping is actually a habit. Like in terms of like having a good night's sleep, you need to do it consistently over and over again for it to sort of become a natural thing for you to go to bed at a particular time and to wake up at a particular time. And I can tell you that it was a habit that was really hard for me to integrate into my life because I was so used to sleeping a shorter period of time. So I forced myself to go to bed early and I made sure that I was in bed early. I would read before I went to bed and then I sort of had that proper wind down time. But it was a habit and definitely over and over again on a consistent basis in order for it to become something that feels really natural for me to get that full eight hours sleep now. And now for the sixth tip that I recommend, it's a really important healthy habit, is just eating a good breakfast every morning. So I know that they say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And it's like that saying goes, they say, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a queen and dinner like a pauper. But if you eat something in the morning that is full of fiber or maybe a little bit of protein, you want something that's going to fill you up and take you through the day. So for me, I love eating eggs on toast on wholemeal bread. Or I might have a protein shake, like a protein smoothie, sorry, made with lots of fruit. 
Well, the thing that I've been having lately is actually smashed avocado. So my dad has a garden and he grows lots of organic vegetables and he, oh, sorry, well, he doesn't grow the avocados in his garden because he picks them off his tree, but he's had just a massive batch lately and I've got like probably still a dozen downstairs and so I've been having them as well with some fried eggs or whatever, but you want to start the day feeling really good. If you make poor choices in the morning, you sort of like sometimes want to give up and you go, oh, well, today's a write-off. I'll just start again tomorrow being really healthy. But you can actually make a good choice starting today with your breakfast and it often sees you through the rest of the day when you choose well. So choose something that you love to eat. I actually don't eat my breakfast too early. I wait until around 8.30 or 9 once the kids have gone off to school. I've never like been a 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock breakfast eater. I sort of like wait till I'm actually a little bit hungry and then I just enjoy it so much more. But obviously you want to start the day on a good foot and that's the best way to do it. And now number seven, which is eating more fresh fruit and veggies. Okay, definitely a good habit to have. So this is so obvious, but I can't tell you how many people are slack asses when it comes to eating our fruit and veggies. They are rich in various nutrients that your body needs for good health. So here in Australia, we say, I think it's two, two pieces of fruit and five servings of veggies. That's the ideal portion amount to have each day. And if you can't get them fresh, frozen is also okay because that's what I like to stick into my smoothie is frozen fruit. So I'm going to share with you the, the, the easiest way for me to get my servings of fruit and vegetables in every day. So obviously in the morning, I stick some fruit into my smoothie or I actually love eating fruit. I can eat way more than two pieces of fruit a day because especially when the summer fruits are in season, it's my favorite go-to snack with veggies. I need to actually make sure that I pre-make my salad like in the morning and I put them in these containers. I love rocket and baby spinach, feta, olives, capsicum, a little bit of shallots if I can. We always finish it off with olive oil because it's such a European thing. We like to put olive oil and everything, but I like to make it in advance. Otherwise, I'm going to come down and maybe make a salad. I don't know what else I would do, but it wouldn't be a salad if, if it's not ready made. So I do that in advance. And I remember back when I was in my twenties and I was like really conscious of having enough vegetables. So they always say, have your vegetables. I love raw veggies. And I remember before I would go to work, I literally would get five servings of vegetables and I would cut them up all in advance. And sometimes it was mushrooms or whatever I, we had it at home. And I just would have them pre-cut and ready to snack on. So it's such a good way to like get your veggies in by actually using it as a snack. So rather than reading, reaching for a pack of crisps or something, you literally can grab your veggies. But life is so much easier when everything, everything's already prepared for you. So you definitely do that stuff in advance, like carrot sticks and celery and all that. Like you're not really going to pull out a whole big bunch uh, in the middle of the day when you want to just grab one little portion of it. So just have it cut in advance. Now for healthy habit number eight, it's actually stretching. Now this is where I've got to admit that I actually learned to embrace and love stretching like a lot later in life. Like I remember I used to go to the gym when I was younger and I'd go and do like a class or do some heavy cardio. And when everyone, everyone used to say, well, you have to stretch before and after. I was like, well, that's such a waste of time. I'm not going to do that. And I didn't really understand the negative impact that that had on my body until the first time that I must've got like cramps or aches and pains and it was like oh okay now there is a reason why all those health experts advocate stretching it's because it's what keeps your muscles flexible and strong and healthy and you need to like have you've got to be flexible 
I'm definitely not the most flexible person, but stretching helps. And so we need flexibility in order to have that range of motion in our joints. Otherwise your muscles get quite short and tight and that's when things start to ache. I do love Pilates in yoga because I feel like that's just like a one hour long stretching session. Sometimes it feels a lot harder than that. But definitely make sure that you include it as part of your routine. It's something you can do in bed as soon as you wake up, like even just stretching your arms out, like literally, like it takes not even a minute to do it well and your body and your muscles feel so much better. So definitely a healthy habit to embrace. And now for my final one, and I'm hesitating actually even having a conversation about it because not everyone's going to agree that it's a good habit to have. But in terms of like checking in your weight, now I've never advocated like weighing yourself all the time. I sometimes used to go a long time. I could go months without getting onto a scale because I was pretty good at, you know, seeing whether I was staying in a reasonably healthy weight just by seeing the way I fit into my clothes, etc. But I do think now that it's important just to casually check in once a week, just in case you are going off track and you don't notice. Now, how do I know that this is something that's important to do? It's because during Corona, I didn't do it. And I let those COVID kilos, what do we call it? So slowly sneak up on me by surprise. So for me, I found it to be a good habit just to jump on the scales once a week. There's no judgment involved here, by the way. It's not standing on that scale and going, oh, that's a really high number. That's a low number. It's nothing to do with that. It's just making sure that you're seeing whether you're sort of staying on track. If you're trying to be healthy, you want to be mindful if the number's going down a little bit, even though obviously muscle weighs more than fat. So got to take that into account. And since weight tends to fluctuate daily, just a weekly check-in is just going to help you stay on track. Now, this is important to do only if your weight is a concern to you or you're trying to be mindful and like change some of the habits and hoping to see a little bit of weight loss. If you're not concerned, definitely skip this habit. But for me, I just like to stay on track. I just check in. Obviously, there's no judgment involved. But for me, it's just one way, a good way to track my health goals. And in the past, I would never do it. I would never get on that scale because I was so consistent. So all in all, these healthy habits are so easy to develop and implement in your life. Now, I didn't add anything too tricky or complicated here because I like to just keep things simple. So to start, you can just add one or two healthy habits that you want to incorporate into your life. And then when they've actually become a habit, you add a couple more. I definitely don't recommend doing it all at once because I feel like that's just a recipe for disaster, but definitely habit stacking. So habit stacking is when you focus on one or two, and then once you get really good at them, they just seem like they're a natural thing for you to do. Then you add another one or another. I like to do one at a time. I'm not going to say two at a time, just do one at a time. And before you know it, you're going to start to feel so much healthier with energy to spare, which is obviously something that we all want. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, thank you so much for being here with me. I love and appreciate you all, and I can't wait to catch you in the next one. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.